0: We know that you have been inundated with information about COVID 19 this past week. And our intention in this brief podcast is to come alongside you as you process what's occurring in the world around you, in your community, in your home, and especially within yourself. That's where we're headed today on the Unhurried Living podcast. care about your mental emotional and soul well-being and that's where we'll focus today. We hope that what we share can be added to what you are already learning and doing and that our words will encourage you to relax inside even in the midst of the unfolding of uncertain circumstances.
1: We'd like to begin with addressing our feelings. Some of us are good at noticing and processing our feelings and others of us are not as adept. There is one of each of these in your two hosts, actually, and you can probably guess which is which. Mm -hmm. All of this can go many directions, depending on your own temperament. So, some of us are heightened in fear mode and feeling overwhelmed by the daily overload of information. Others are feeling sad or lonely, at least in part because of the reality of social distancing. Some are angry, tense, or frustrated. And others may feel like this is all silly and we are becoming caustic and cynical in our response. Now, I share these because I've already seen all of this and more float by on my Instagram feed this week. We've witnessed most of this uh, trying to find toilet paper, bread, or eggs, or something else in the store in question was completely out of it. So whatever you're feeling, A good place to begin is with self-awareness. So stop for a moment right now and look inside. What are you feeling? Acknowledge and accept your emotions without judging yourself. Now that's not to say that you are stuck in these feelings, but looking squarely at your feelings is helpful because they want to be seen. So let's see them. And this can be the first step to letting them pass on through.
0: Now, the other good thing to remember is that our feelings are brought about by our thoughts. So after acknowledging what we're feeling in a non-judgmental way, we can take a moment to address our thoughts that may be leading to the feelings. So you could ask yourself a few questions. What am I thinking that is leading to my current feelings? Why am I thinking that? this thought? And then, is this thought helping me, or is it causing me pain or suffering? Now, yesterday, I was at the grocery store, and I witnessed an argument between a customer and an employee of the store. Now, the customer was trying to buy more toilet paper than the store was allowing at the moment. I didn't hear the substance of their argument, but I really couldn't miss the tone. There was frustration and anger in the customer, may be rooted in fear, and there was irritation and overwhelm in the employee who was probably trying to serve all the other customers who also might need TP that day. Now, this was not the customer's best moment. She was clearly a victim of her thoughts and emotions, and she was letting her emotions drive the car of her life. Now, feeling fear is good. But handing the steering wheel of your life to fear is not so good.
1: Last week, I shared on my Instagram feed an idea about control. So I've often heard and said that none of us can control anything. And, and that's true. We don't control situations. We don't control people. But isn't it interesting that one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control, As a fruit of the Spirit's work in our life, we actually do have control of ourselves. And we have the benefit of being able to make choices about what we'll think and about what we'll do. Typically, we think of self-control in a negative way. It's the oomph we use to keep ourselves in line while we're dieting or while we're trying not to gossip. But self-control is so much more than that, and it can be positive. It means I get to choose to think helpful thoughts. I get to choose to speak uplifting words. I get to choose to love and serve others. Self control is the gift of being able to choose what is good and not just not do what is bad. So, in this idea of not letting fear or other emotions drive your car, remember you have access to spirit given self-control. You get to choose what you focus on and also how you act and how you respond.
0: Right. So in light of all this, what are we recommending? Uh, You may have seen that Andy Crouch recently wrote an article titled, A Guide for Leaders in the Time of Coronavirus. It's really uh, well worth Googling. In that article, he suggests a few things. First, we should not say everything's going to be fine, or even you're going to be okay. Uh, Second, we should not say to fearful people, you're overreacting. We should say, love is the reason we are changing our behavior. We should say, prepare for trouble. And above all, we should say, do not be afraid.
1: Those are really good Uh, suggestions, especially not discounting other people's fears, just as we have said to ourselves that we're not going to discount ours. Yes. So we can be good, empathetic listeners to one another in this time as well. So we realize there is probably a lot more to say about all of this, but you're likely already full of words this week. Lots of people are talking about what's going on. We simply wanted to let you know that we care about you. We want to help you process your thoughts and your emotions. So we'll leave you with this. Instead of moving through this time of self-quarantine cancellations and social distancing with gritted teeth, let's try to see this as a gift. It's possible that all of this is a sort of enforced unhurry. So as soon as you're able, let yourself sink into the reality of what actually is occurring. A reality is such a faithful ally. Now, this can be a kind of unexpected sabbatical. We know many are carrying on as usual with work, but certainly there are new spaces opened up because of the issues surrounding the coronavirus. So let yourself receive the open spaces as a gift and learn to use them well. Find ways to fill up in this season so that you are not pouring out your last drop.
0: Yeah, that's right. So I'd like to just close this episode with a little word of prayer and blessing for you. My prayer is that in the unexpected surprises that have come into your life as a result of this season uh, of the coronavirus infection and our attempt to halt its spread, I pray that you might discover those spaces to be unexpected oasis of encounters with God. I pray that you will sense the love of God with you, displacing the fears that arise. I pray that you might sense God's peace displacing the anxiety that seems to arrive uninvited. And I pray that you will have a sense of both the grace and the peace of God, very, very present in a time that can feel threatening and frightening. In the midst of it all, may you sense God's companionship, and in the language of a line from one of Paul's letters, I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit might be with us all evermore. Amen.
1: And remember, as always, we love connecting with more and more friends like you who want to rest deeper, live fuller, and lead better.